You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, On the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for eScouted. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest scouted news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for E-Scouted. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome everyone. We are so excited in the After Buzz studios because we are going to welcome very shortly, once again to our show, the founder and CEO of One Model Management, star of Woo! E-Scouted, Scott Lip. Yay! We are just <laughs> minutes, and minutes away, everyone, from some great insight. Of course, we appreciated so much his appearance last time on the show, and he's going to be back to give us the story, give us the scoop on the latest. I feel like he has some records he wants to set straight, specifically regarding last night's episode, tons of drama, from Hallie to, uh, you know, Marissa and who you were rooting for and who you weren't. So we're going to start breaking things down with my gorgeous co-host that I can only stare at on Ustream as I sit live in New York. Uh, let me welcome back Brittany Brower, America's Next Top Model. Brower.com. Welcome, welcome, darling. Happy New Year. Happy to be back in the studio. <laughs> Getting it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy to have you back. And we are so happy to have Kendra Cabestel on the show. Of course, securing the Scott Lips uh, appearance tonight. Good job, Kendra. Welcome, Thanks. welcome back, darling. Thank Kendra All Star. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And of course, the hysterical Kristen Carney, who just made me laugh moments before the show. I won't tell you what she said, but it made me laugh. And we're so happy to have you. We are so excited to talk about this episode. Welcome, Kristen. Did you hear me bitching about traffic in my car or something? Did you have like a speaker going in my into my car? What did you hear yeah, that I said? It wasn't that talking. <laughs> I had many jokes to myself you, on the way here. I, I heard... You know, it takes two seconds for you to make me laugh, even just you walking into the studio. Oh, okay. you know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing. I'm going to work on that. <laughs> Next time, I vow I will not make you laugh when I walk in somewhere. I will make you weep because I'm so gorgeous. <laughs> that too. You okay, know, good. You are. You are. You're all gorgeous on that panel. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> you're looking you. fabulous well. tonight, everyone. And Jackie, and so are so you in your pajamas, because we all know you're at home in your pajamas right now, and I'm sure you look absolutely stunning. <laughs> well, Brittany, I love how you're like, well, maybe we can Skype, Skype you in, and I'm like, well, maybe next week, because I'm in my pajamas right now, people, I'm going to admit it, but they are, they're hot pajamas, they're like a little Victoria's Secret action going on, Woo-hoo. nothing too fancy, because I'm all by myself, After Buzz so TV exclusive. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, well, naughty, hey, it's naughty. It's 10 o'clock on the East Coast, by the way. So at least it's not 7 o'clock in our pajamas. But anyway, um, well, we're missing Gabby tonight, and hopefully we'll have her back next week. But we have so much to get to before we have Scott join us on the show. I want to talk a little bit about the episode before we kind of uh, get our answers from Scott directly. But, ladies, between Marissa and is it Hallie, I'm calling her Hallie. It was Hallie, right? Um, I feel like, again, this question of commitment coming up because here's this girl that is the perfect Cinderella story in Marissa as far as the way it played out on TV last night. I feel like her story kind of, you know, working at Sonic, dreaming of being a model, you know, it played perfectly into what we would want to see. And I really wasn't sure if it would work out that way because of the reality of the modeling industry. And then there's a girl like Hallie who you see and immediately you are not surprised that these agents are flipping over her. She's the kind of a girl that I feel like walks into an agency and gets that reaction. And yet she didn't seem to really care to be there. And I thought for sure it wouldn't matter because she's so strong. You know, people like Julia Samisova are flipping over her and wanting to be friends with her eyebrows alone. <laughs> and yet, you know, we'll talk about how it played out because that might not be enough. You have to have it all going into it. So let's break it down, ladies. What are some initial thoughts on the episode? Well, okay. Um, well, first off, like... This is one episode that I thought like I was kind of shocked. Oh, obviously shocked at because of the end result. But I, uh, I why does always the one that wants it so bad sometimes not not as good as the one that doesn't want it? Mm -hmm. And then that just kind of show you like the kind of the way the mind works. That's why they want it so bad. If you mm -hmm. want it so bad, that's when you mess up. That's when she got nervous. She was yeah. trying to walk in front of it. Um, Hallie was, and she was trying to walk, and, and she just like took direction awful. She wasn't. She was so nervous. Her nerves got the best of her. She did not actually produce a great uh, beginning of her shoot, and it uh, and I did. I kind of saw like that same thing of this girl's kind of awkward she's not really she wasn't bringing me in as a viewer at all um i did not i just kind of think i was like wow it just kind of blew that she I, she's a beautiful girl and then but i like oh she is and she wants it so much but well when something's further away so for Haley, for instance they were complimenting her so much that it was almost like she almost felt like, I already have this. And she didn't really have to work toward it. But uh, Marissa didn't really know. And when something is um, inaccessible, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. want it more. It's like if something's off limits, you want it more. And so that, I feel like, was a perfect and example. Her, and her birthmark was a huge part of that because right. she thought of a birthmark as keeping her from holding her back from a modeling career her whole life, which is a gorgeous girl. She does have that um, 80s, 90s beauty, mm -hmm. which Scott lives has said even on our show mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> that he loves that old that throwback model look trying to go back to the gorgeous girl which she definitely is and yeah. that part yeah. I do like of her I just was disappointed that when she came on I was like oh no don't let that birthmark hold you back sweetie push through right. yeah. work it out with that birthmark <laughs> yeah well the panel said at the end that they I, could, I don't know if it was Julie who said it or Julia who said it but they said 
I didn't really believe in you until now when she was crying at the end. Because she mm-hmm. gave real true emotion. Right. And that's because what they want to see. Yeah. And that is so much of modeling in, in the industry is that true emotion to want it and see it. And I think in the beginning when her nerves got the best of her, it took away from that. Uh, when her nerves got the best of her, it took away from that. They didn't get to see the true uh, Hallie. Hallie? I'm saying it wrong now, too, I believe. I keep wanting to call her Hallie. Hallie. It took away from that part of her. You know, I really... Seeing someone nervous, you don't see if they really want it or not. You just see that they can't do it. But when she showed it at the end and she showed that passion before that he said that she, you know, they signed her, she could really see that she wanted it and she had that, you know... Those tears, and that just shows that she's ready to give it her all. I really, 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 really don't want to say what I'm about to say. Oh, I can't wait to hear it then. So, no, yeah. I really don't want to say it. Like, I should be drinking your wine to even be would able to Would you like some? Say because I just feel so guilty because she was pass so it nice. To you. But what the heck with the DNA in the family? Her sister? Oh, yeah. And her? She lucked out. Oh, my God. She lucked out. What happened? Like, I, I'm not, you know. No, I'm with you. That's it's, usually it's, a comment that I say, and I'm glad that you're taking the reins on yeah, that one, I, so I'm not always a bad guy. I didn't want to, but. No, I, take I it. Feeling. Take it. We have to. I mean, that's what this show's called Scouted. We talk about looks. I mean, that's what we're doing here. Right. So, yo, yeah. I mean, her DNA and her family, not so great, but hers is a phenomenal. It was just kind of crazy. You know, I mean, you know, my brother and sister and I, I think we're all kind of equally spread in, like, the looks department. My sister would probably disagree and say she's much better, but. <laughs> But, um, you know, I and I, it's just the white elephant in the room. And I know, I know it's probably not like the, you know, whatever. I'm a comedian and I talk about this shit. You have to. And I'm right there with you. I love it. <laughs> and you do. Much. And you know what? <laughs> like, and, and it, but the episode kind of made it about that anyways, because they even said that, you know, the, her, her sister, Callie was even saying that her sister, she was always jealous of because she was a lot smarter. And always had just passed everything with flying colors. Actually, had a two to her, and she is uh, dyslexic. This and is Marissa, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. Well, that's yes. The amazing okay. part about it, ladies, is that we're talking about looks, but yet here's this girl Mar- Marissa admiring her sister for her academics and her smarts, and it's almost like Marissa was the one being looked down upon in the family. Meanwhile, she's the gorgeous one. She's the one who has the opportunity to become like this huge star, yet. Up until this moment, she needed something to make her feel like the star of the family, which is the amazing thing. So looks obviously only go so far. What I will say about the sister is she was so cute, I think, when she did join her in New York, because I think she was so supportive Mm -hmm. um, and kind of like gave her, it's almost like she had more confidence and she was pushing her sister to have the confidence, which is kind of an interesting twist there. Yeah, well, she was. Especially with the looks. She was really insightful because she said even before later in the episode, um, she said uh, um, the birthmark gives you character. So she's insightful and smart. It wasn't like she was like, oh, I know it's really awkward and scary. (laughs) She was smart and like uh, beyond her years. But yeah. well, she is a smart one of the family. You gotta be when you look like that. No, I'm yeah, just, I'm just kidding. Um, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. I'm, We're on AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Everything goes, I including this right here. I gotta do me. No, of course <laughs> I love it. Um, Kendra, what did you think of Marissa? Um, I thought Marissa was good. I wasn't sold on her performance, and I don't. Maybe I just didn't see what the scouts saw and and uh, Scott saw. He may say something differently later. Um, I think my favorite was definitely Hallie. I just think her heart wasn't fully into it. And it may be, you know, it may go back to what I said in an earlier podcast um, where she may fear success. 
Um, I think that's one of the things, but I also think she's obsessed with her academics, which is a good thing. Boo. It's art. It's not academic. No. Boo. Well, I mean. Oh, you know, can't wait to get into that one. No. Sorry. I was actually calling uh, Marissa Hallie earlier, so if anyone's confused, I got a little confused myself. Uh, these girls change every week, you know? I mean, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I know. And it might be a little bit of that. But, um, you know, Hallie, we have to – We'll we'll get in her in a little bit, I guess. Is everyone finished with Marissa? I don't know. Yeah. I think we could. Well, I just think the thing that made me like Marissa is the fact that she wanted it so bad, she was willing to work for it, and she's against the odds. So you kind of, I root for somebody who's that underdog against the odds because she's 20 years old. She's not 17. She has the fuller, you know, not fuller figure. Let's just be realistic. She no, has not a fuller she's figure. She's a great figure. figure. They were calling her. They call her voluptuous. I I'm like that's voluptuous. Oh my god, Lord! I am getting old. Then I'm obese again. Oh my god! I was like, she is so. She has a great body. I mean, oh my god, her body was beautiful. Yeah, but that and shows then I you her connecting with Josie on the birthmark, and I love learning that about Josie Moran. Yeah, definitely. She has. Uh, or Marin, is it, uh, that she has a on her stomach. On her stomach because that makes you feel so, like, I think that just makes her feel so much better. It makes you learn something about, you know, the supermodel that doesn't, that has imperfections as well. I think that was a great moment also. So that's why I like, those are the reasons I like Marissa. I wonder if Josie Moran had her appendix taken out. Cause that's what I have. I have a scar on my stomach too, from when I was very young. So maybe... Maybe that's a common well, even bond. Well, or not, ladies, I have a recent scar on my stomach, too. So we're all like buddies. <laughs> Tummy scar, sisters. In my stomach, so you Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about Hallie, because I know we have just a few minutes before Scott's going to call in. And I really want to talk about her. Because yes. here's my thing about her. Yes, she has that. She actually is not my favorite look. Like, she, I like, I'm agreeing with Scott where, you know, Brittany, we're always calling for that, like, supermodel, 80 supermodel look to come back. You know, Hallie's today. Hallie's that, like, edgy, you know, not typical kind of thing going on. She's not my favorite type of look. But I looked at her, you know, and said, people are going to love her. The industry's going to love her. She's got it made. Done. And she walks in. They do exactly that. They flip over her. Julia, you know, is, like, kissing her feet. And, you know, I took a step back and I looked at her and I'm like, you know what? I don't like you, not because you're not my typical, my type of look, but because you're sitting there, you went in voluntarily, yet you're saying you don't really think you want this. Why go into an open call then? It's not like she was actually scouted on the street. She walked in to an open call. So why does she not want this? Why walk into that door no, if you don't think you want it? I think I she does want that. it. I think she does want it. She wants it on her terms, though. Mm-hmm. We're talking about something that wants to live in Baltimore and be a high-fashion model on the weekends. I don't think she knows the industry at all. I think she's just like, she said she's never really thought about it. She's like, and I think I quote her, I had not word for word, so maybe I shouldn't say I think I should quote, but she said something like, I... Uh, wanted something to do a part-time job on the week or mm-hmm. on the weekends out of school or during the summer. She should take Marissa's what? job at Sonic. I'm saying <laughs> she should get a job at Sonic. Or I was gonna say Model like maybe swap. at you know Pinkberry or something if she wants a job on the weekends and at night. Like she sounds like a high school student to me, not a freshman in college. Um, I just thought, wow, you don't know the industry at all. If you're thinking that these this one management is just gonna be like, oh 
oh, sure, you want to fly down on the weekend or take a train or I don't even know how far it is. I, <laughs> I'm from Los Angeles here, so I don't know. But I don't. I just thought maybe this girl does not know the industry. She does not know that it is being a professional model in the high fashion industry is not a weekend slash night yeah. job. She seemed like because she's an art student, you get that um, you get that association of like, oh, I'm deep, and you know, I think she wanted. She wants in her life to be perceived as, as like a deep person. And modeling I think is modeling an extension. For, right. It's an extension of art. She kept saying that. To, like three times. To almost make herself feel more secure for doing modeling. But yeah. then later on she said, uh, paraphrased, you know, um, I can see it getting pretty shallow pretty quickly. But then she loved it after the shoot. You could tell she loved it. Right. That's She's like battling herself. She's got to yeah, exactly. a, little, a little art angel on her right shoulder and a little devil a modeling like <laughs> – <laughs> shallow model on her left like just don't eat and just model and make money for yeah. it and then oh you're giving up your career I mean it's yeah. just, come on I mean it's do you want it or not you're the one that went to the callback or the <laughs> go see you went in the office you went for it and you know I will give her mad props I'm not gonna lie the girl can model I know she's not and I'm very much because I feel like that's how I am more on like the 80s 90s model spectrum like I love those kind of models that's what I think is just I think let's bring let's bring in beauty back yeah but um I think that she is unique and I did like her look and I love the way she modeled like I like the way that she could work a camera you didn't have to give her any direction at all and I think that actually took me back to some of my top model times of watching the other girls and just watching the ones that are really natural and that just don't even know that the camera's there. And I do feel like that's how she was. So I give her high fives all around for that. But I don't understand why she even go for this and just be like, well, I mean, I did really good. And she was really excited afterwards. And then she just wants to be like, well, but I mean, I'm a freshman. I just want to finish this semester and then maybe I'll take a next year semester off. I'm like, do you not realize it's like one of the hardest careers yeah. to get in? It's almost literally like winning the lottery I to get into. cut to five years later with these girls and <laughs> see too. them like, just like down in the dumps, like getting drunk. Like, I should have done it. Uh, me they're too. They're all going to regret it. <laughs> yeah, but the blurb at the end seems kind of promising for her. She actually, you know, she's going to pursue... Wasn't it? Didn't she have magazines lined up? And no, that was that um, was Marissa. That, that was Marissa. But they did say I think hey, she still has was signing. Some, with yeah, she said that she. It, it said oh, that other interested. are interested. Right, well, right. great. Yeah. So, so it was one man. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I'm glad that other inter- other I mean, modeling she, industries are other just, agencies are interested. But just are to you, say she's still in the game. Yeah, it sucks I for think, her. I think she could have yeah, rocked it. And I think that this show will cause people to see her and want to work with her. My thing with her is there's two things you have to think about and I think this is what Scott thought about at that exact moment and I wonder what he Hey Jackie, he speaking of Scott, him. I believe we have him on the line. Scott, is that you? Oh, wow. Well. You actually, you, you, do you have me on the line? How you guys doing? Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. Hey, Scott. Happy New say, Year. Welcome back to After Buzz. Thank you very much. What's I got to stay up late to do this show here. It's like ten thirty <laughs> New York. It's my bedtime over here. Oh yeah, right. You're I'm not going to bed anytime Scott, soon, Scott. You You're not your, fooling anyone. Scott, are you in your pajamas as well? <laughs> all, the, all the time I'm, at ten thirty at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you really right now? I'm Last time you were in a taxi cab. And I'm not actually calling you from a cab like last time when I was actually talking to the taxi driver while I was trying to do this interview with you guys. So I, I decided to actually stay at home. 
so I could do this properly. But that was a bit that was a bit weird. But you know, I, I liked it. It was it was so New York. I could just yeah. see it, it was smell very it. New York. Yeah, taxi cab yeah. confessional. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was ta- ta- taxi cab after buzz confession. <laughs> that would have well, been we another show, guys. About- Yes, that's right. Well, we were just talking about last night's episode, and you called in at the perfect time because I feel like there was a big debate between a girl like Marissa who really wants it and might not be the exact image of what the industry is looking at today, like a Hallie who you feel like everyone was flipping over her and almost like you caused the drama, Scott, by not choosing her. Um, so, no, but so I feel one of, like... It's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this show tonight and to set the record straight. Um, Hallie's amazing. I mean, if you listen closely to what I said, and of course, you know, there were certain other things we said that not everything got shown on TV, so that makes it a little bit difficult when the whole full conversation isn't on there, but if you do listen to what I said, I said she's amazing. Everyone was obsessed with her. I think she's great. In fact, trust me, I mean, I've had second thoughts just because... You know, it's very difficult with all the circumstances when you, you have to make a decision very quickly. And it's not, you know, it, it wasn't like I had, like, um, weeks and weeks to make decisions. And some things happen very quickly, obviously, when we do them and we're filming and stuff like that. And so, you know, the bottom line is that from everything she had said to me, because I only got a chance to meet her very briefly, um, from everything I heard from her, it didn't seem like she could devote any time or she wasn't even sure if she had enough time to devote to modeling. By no means do I think the girl cannot not do well. I think she's going to do great if she makes time to do this. Right. So my responsibility to represent someone is to make sure that, you know, if I'm going to take them on, I'm going to do a good job. Now, if someone's in school full-time and is not available for a couple of years, I don't really know how much I can book them. Listen, if Holly makes time, if Holly makes time to, to do this job, she's going to do well. If she doesn't, no agent in the world is going to be able to do anything to her if she's not available. So... You know, there was sort of a debate in my head, which was sort of like, can she make herself available? I wasn't hearing that she was ready to take time off school. Now, as far as I know, still, school is going on for for a couple of years. Um, It doesn't mean that she can't model a little bit during the summer, um, which she could. I don't think she knows yet what she could do. So, I mean, I'll even put it out to her mother agent. If she's available, we'd love to work with her. But I wasn't hearing at the time that she was really available. So, you know, that's, that's important to me. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, I think you have a service to do to your clients that, you know, it, that if you're going to sign them, you should be able to deliver and do something for them. I'm not really into signing girls that just sit on the wall that are never available. So, because I don't think that does anybody any good in the end of the day. Like, she's not going to be happy. She's just a card on our wall and we don't get to work on her. So, um, I didn't hear that there's like that much of a time commitment that she was available. And, you know, if she is, it's a different story, but that's not what I was hearing at the time. Amen. And that that's kind of what we saw in, uh, you know, in the last part of the episode. It, it kind of seemed like the blame was put on you by the other scouts that she wasn't signed. How did I completely agree with them. I was like, this girl yeah. doesn't necessarily, she's not fighting for it. I mean, and you have to fight. Obviously, like I was saying before you got on the line, Scott, that this is one of the in- hardest industries in the entire world to get into and to succeed in. And for her to just kind of be nonchalant and I mean, want to finish out the semester of art school <laughs> in Baltimore, will have a great time, sweetheart. There is someone that's hungrier yeah. and faster, and there's always someone more better looking than you right behind you that will take it. And it, it was evident based, that... Based on, based on looks, she was amazing. Yeah. Based on availability and drive and determination to do this, 
I didn't really feel it, but no question based on luck. So listen, everything's a work in progress. Sometimes girls aren't ready. Sometimes it takes time. You know, in hindsight, listen, I probably could have just signed her and we could have figured out at some point she was ready. But I kind of also, I really would like to, you know, have an honest approach with the show. And, and like I said, I mean, you know, hopefully if I'm signing girls, they're available and I can work on them and we can actually have some results and be able to work on them. So that's kind of what it comes down to. It's not even a question of whether or not the girl's great. I mean, I definitely know that that came across when I said, yeah. listen, you're great. It's mm-hmm. like, there's no question. You can tell in her really shoe. Feeling... Say it again? You could tell in her shoe. Yeah, she was fa- fabulous. She looked amazing. She yeah, definitely she knew great. how to work I mean, a camera. But that wasn't ever a debate for me. It was just a right. question of like, you know, and I do think with Marissa really wanting it and, and being present, and they're totally different girls, by the way. I mean, Marissa is a 90s sort of supermodel. And we love like old that. School. Yes. Yeah, we talked great. about that and, last and time way, on the I show. Mean, yeah. And by the way, I'm no, there's no secret that I, I understand that kind of beauty. I represent a lot of iconic models in that era. So I get it, and I really get that kind of beauty. I've never really gotten sort of that you know, super androgynous, ultra quirky thing. I can kind of get it sometimes that a lot of those girls will only work for three or four seasons in the business and they won't have 10-year careers. And I'm way more into the 10-year career and the branding aspect of working with household names. So that's my thing. There's different agencies and different agencies do different things. My thing, and with one, we've always worked with a lot of great brandings and a lot of big names, and that was always the concept when I started the company to do that. So... You know, she fits right into what I like. I mean, obviously, every girl that just starts needs to work on, you know, and develop and, and progress. And all these girls, a lot of these girls are a work in progress. I didn't expect any of them to come from a fast food place or a farm and be ready to go. So I get that. Um, I hope that for Hallie's sake, and maybe she's really going to realize now that, you know, she has everything it takes. So if she realizes that she should want it more, you know, really be determined, she's got a great opportunity here to do really well. So... Bring the 90s back, Scott. Bring it back. I said, bring the 90s back, Scott. Bring it back. Uh, Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's always always something that I love. But I think also, you know, I've touched base on the show a little bit, but there's been a lot of girls over the years that see a lot of agencies, a lot of really big models that every agency has turned down. I mean, I could give you the names, but some of it has been highly publicized already. I mean, everybody from Kate Moss to whoever over the years. And, you know, a lot of it's timing, you know, and to be honest with you, there's probably not a top engineer that hasn't missed some girls at certain points. And so, and sometimes it's not a question of their eye. Sometimes it's a question of maybe they feel like the girl isn't available. It's the same things that we just went through. So, you know, it, it could be a number of factors. It's not always based on beauty. We saw Julia get really upset. Has that ever happened before when you're, when you're choosing a girl that, that someone's actually cried over a model before? Or is this a first? Um, Julia did get really upset, and there was definitely a debate going on there with us. Um, but, again, like, you know, I'm the one at the end of the day that has to, you know, present the girl to my team, and we, we, have, to, we have to do this. So, and I'll put that there right now. If, you know, if Haley's available, like, it'd be great to work with her, but I just don't think that she was wanting to be available and maybe wanted to make a she and maybe by this point because you know that, that was a month or two that maybe her, she's changed so I don't know but um yeah I mean it, it's happened but it doesn't you know I also feel like with a lot of my staff like if they really really believe in a girl I do give them a shot sometimes to try it you know but, but again like normally 
you know, when girls come to see us, it's because they really want to make themselves really, I want to really want to do this. They don't really walk in and say, hey, you know, I'm here, but I may not ever really be available. They're, they're putting themselves out there because they want to be, you know, they, they want to pursue this full time. Someone like Haley. Well, who, I think that's, s- sorry. that's like the biggest word that keeps coming up for us is like commitment. Because I think the biggest thing about girls at this scouting stage is they don't realize how much it really takes. Like Hallie was calling the business superficial. Scott, I'm sure you could be the first person to say that this is an industry, it's a business, and it's the furthest thing from superficial, and it's a full-time job and one of the hardest jobs, right? I mean, it's like anything. I mean, in the end of the day, you know, you could manage actors, you can manage musicians, you can manage models. I mean, the people in this business that normally succeed are the people that really have a desire to succeed. So, you know, it's very difficult for me to look at a, a model, even that we live in a few actors and musicians. Like, if they're not saying, hey, I really want this, I mean, I'm working 24-7 for these people, too, like, I mean, it's it's not the greatest feeling for me to do it unless they have the same desire I have for them to succeed. And I'm not sure if you guys know, but I'm a musician, and that's where I come from. And I played in groups my whole life. I actually we do know, I yes. With, I I play with Courtney Love now in Hole. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys even know that. We do but, uh, know that, of course. Of course, Scott. Um, but, we reported uh, we reported on your video on Stylist with Courtney, and oh, actually right, right, wanted right. to ask you about her. She, uh, um, she seems so interesting. I, I wouldn't have expected her to have such knowledge on the fashion industry, but she's like, she knows so much about the industry. I thought that was a really great video, actually, on Stylist. Thank you. Yeah, she's got a, a clothing line coming out called Never the Bride, and so I just thought it was really important to highlight what it is that she's been up to besides all the music stuff, and she's working on a book and all that kind of stuff, and we'll be working on a record soon. But, um, but... Regardless, like, I think what I, what I was sort of getting back to saying is that, you know, even if, you know, when I played music for a long time, too, before I was even managing people, you know, I had, to, the only way I was gonna, ever going to make it was from being ultra-determined and never giving up. I mean, there's so many examples of actors, of models, of musicians over the years that had this sort of undying determination to make it. And, you know, it is incredibly competitive out there in all those genres. And, and it's sort of like, you're right. You guys have said it best. I mean, there's so many people out there that want this, and I get tons of people now tweeting me and Facebooking me that really want to be discovered. Like, I mean, it's it's inspiring to me when people want to succeed in this because you do have to remember when your talent. If you are not really into this, there's a thousand, you know, or ten thousand or a yeah. million girls behind you that want to do that this. want it. So, that as a word of advice, everyone the out there, like. If you're going to go for this, put your heart and soul into it and go for it, or else wait till you're ready and then do it. But don't do it like so so. And do not... your homework, people. Do your homework. It's not just a pretty face. Exactly. Exactly. It's a career. So can you give us an, an update on Marissa? Because from her birthmark to, you know, her sonic background, she's like the perfect Cinderella story, we were like shocked that, you know, not not me being in the industry, Brittany's in the industry, you know, I'm not shocked when they tell her, her they need to lean out her legs, but for a real girl in the real world may not expect someone with a great body like her to be told something like that. How is Marissa doing uh, since the show? Well, to be honest, Marissa hasn't been to New York yet, so, I mean, we need to get her to New York. Um, I mean, I think it's such an amazing story. I mean, you do not walk into fashion places in New York and see girls that look like that. And I also think the transformation from 
her photo shoot to how when she was discovered, it's pretty was pretty major too in terms of just her look and then how it developed. And I mean, for that to be like her first or second or whatever to shoot, I mean, it's pretty incredible. And I think Josie was really impressed by her too. And I, that's sort of for me when it all fell into place when I stopped by the studio and I saw her and I was like, you know what, this girl can do it. I mean, in terms of like, you know, you know, working on her body and all that kind of stuff. I mean, she she hasn't been to New York, so. You know, I know that we've been communicating through the mother agent, but um, she still has to come to New York and we have to shoot her and test her and develop her, as we do with a lot of the girls, you know, because a lot of the girls, when we sign them, if they're in school, then we just make a certain amount of time for them to come, like whether it's, you know, they come for a holiday, they come for spring break, they come for the summer, and then we just, you know, we start testing them and getting them ready. So uh, I'm hoping that she, you know, she gets to come very soon. I know that we're working on making plans right now. She seemed so sweet, and I i mean, she was so likable. And I know a lot of people in the industry are likable, but do you think any girls are, like, a little too s- soft? Like, they might, like, crack like an egg once they get there? Does that – do you th- expect I that mean, to happen with her? You know, we're always dealing with – we're dealing with kids a lot. We're dealing with people, obviously, that – it's still – you have to respect that, and you have to – know that and and i mean i'm not sure now that we're almost done with the season i guess you guys can see but i made a really conscious effort to make sure that i because what you see on the show that's me like i'm not different and i you don't really get to see my humor but that is what it is <laughs> um but uh but you know i think you know I, I wanted to talk to these girls like human beings and, and and they are kids and you can't forget that so i never wanted to come from a place of being i wanted to be stern and i wanted to be realistic and i wanted to be honest but to be, like, mean, I mean, that's not really who I am. So, you know, it's not, I mean, I think all the advice I gave them was honest. And, and, you know, listen, they're young. They need to be nurtured. They need to, they're still growing. They're still understanding what, what everything is. I don't really expect a lot of them to get it in two seconds. I mean, but there's basic things that, like you guys said, I mean, you have to do your homework. I'm always impressed when I meet girls and I know about photographers and agencies and things like that. It's it's important. I mean, you know, when I play music for a living, I research bands, I research record companies, I research managers, I did my homework. And when I got into the room with some of these people, I knew what to talk to them about. I mean, you have to brush up on your profession. And that's when you were out here in L.A., right, Scott? Yeah, that's when I was in L.A. I mean, you know, for girls to be modeling, like, read magazines, guys. Look at photo shoots. Do your homework. Look at which photographers shoot for which magazines study the poses, look at what works, and, and, you know, you know, if you do have potential to do this and you know all that kind of stuff, it's only going to help you be better at what you do. Absolutely. Now, Scott, the topic of scars and birthmarks and that sort of thing came up um, in this world of Photoshop and, you know, airbrushing. A lot of girls don't realize that they can have flaws to get in the industry. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, Josie spoke about it on the show. You know, Josie has a scar, and I, I didn't really... I didn't even think twice about it with Melissa. I mean, you know, people can retouch stuff these days. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, put cover-up makeup on stuff. I mean, I didn't even, look, I, I met her and I didn't even see it. So, like, you know, will she wear things where people can see it? Sure, but there's makeup for that. I mean, exactly. there's a lot of models that have, models have tattoos. It's not like, you know, the models that have tattoos are not going to work again. I mean, there's a lot of very big models that have a lot of tattoos. So it's not something that I'm encouraging, but... 
you work around it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's, I didn't even see it, so I never even saw her with it. I mean, like I said, I know it, she has it, but it didn't affect anything to do with my decision at all. No, and that's great. Are there ever instances where you wouldn't cover up the scar for you know a photo high fashion photo shoot? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's not really my decision. That's up to the photographer to what they want to do. You know, I mean, I don't really, it's not my place if a verity photographer is shooting a model with their, whether there's a scar or a tattoo. Like, at that point, like, I'm not really involved in that creative process. It's really between the, client. the photographer and the talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with a face like that, well, you I can think- forget about any birthmark or scar. Yeah. I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's, yeah. I love it. I think the end but, you know, what we it was, learned it was, it was like, important for me to call in because I, I think I wanted to call in to basically just set the record straight about last night. And I think it's important. I mean, again, like, you know, the camera captures a lot, but they didn't capture every single thing we say. And so, I mean, I'm sure you could watch that and think that I'm insane. But you're you not know, saying anything that I didn't yeah. think already from what I think everything you're saying, Scott, is what I perceived that, that you meant during while watching it. I think they did a perfect job with that. I thought exactly the same thing. Watching it, I thought she seemed like she wasn't ready to fully commit. And you as... I- I think you actually taught her a lesson or something really valuable because right. she almost felt like the way she owned her, she was like, oh, yeah, I got this. But it was it was like a wake-up call for her, which I think is really I think valuable. she wanted on her terms, like modeling, like, well, I'm, yeah. I, I can do it on the weekends or at night. I mean, that's not really how right. the modeling industry works, especially in, I mean, New York, Manhattan, uh, the top industry of the world. I'm going to be able to be here <laughs> anytime after 6 p.m. till 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 midnight, yeah. and I'm available yeah, on I mean, weekends. Always, that's not how it works. I always tell this to girls and it's really funny but you know i have certain models now that make a lot of money like for a day and you know it's always funny to me over the years of course i've heard every excuse for jobs that have come up over the years for different things and i always say to myself you know what if i was from 20 to 25 or 20 to 30 or 18 to 25 whatever however age they are and i could make 5 10 15 20 25 30 grand in a day maybe more I'd probably jump through fire to do that. Like, right. You know, I mean, right. it's Definitely. Really, the real world, you know, people don't make that kind of money. I what? mean, and girls, by the way, it's not like girls work for that every single day. Some girls do, but that's not, I'm not wanting to work every day at that. But, you know, I mean, if you do have an opportunity to make that, like, and then you go work a regular job, go work at a regular job and make $8,000 an hour. Yeah, right. And Once, you tell me, which is easier. I mean, Once Haley has to pay rent, I think she'll have a huge, huge wake-up call. First of all, art school is always there, Haley. If you're listening, I mean, seriously, call Scott right now. Have your mother man agent call right now. Like, you're crazy. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. I think you're nuts. She's gorgeous. She can work. She can make a lot of money. And then go to art school. Right. Go to art school in New York. It is Manhattan. Go to art school in New York. If she's she's available, I'd be happy to sign her. I I just, I'm not sure. And I think Danny did say the same thing. Danny was unsure too, you know. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I actually have a cool cool thing I'm going to be doing with Danny and, um, and Charlotte Ronson coming up for another another video that you guys are going to see soon. So we're working on that. Mm, fun. Yes. Now, Scott, when are you going to be out in L.A. <laughs> so you can come to AfterBuzz Studio and be on the show with us? I'm actually coming to L.A. just for the weekend for the awards this weekend. Um, well, we'll do a special but, show. Uh, so uh, <laughs> what's, what's your schedule? Let me have some info. So you're coming this weekend, Saturday and Sunday? Because we could easily make this a Sunday pre-show. <laughs> A pre-show. Yeah, I'm coming Saturday and Sunday. I'm coming just for the weekend. If you guys want to pop by the set, tell my mom. I'm sure we can, uh, you know, work at a, a little show for a little bit. But. 
Um, okay, well, go, yeah, ahead, go ahead and leave your number with Phil. <laughs> All right. We're definitely following you, Scott, on Pop Lips. And trust me, you have our support with your decision. I think it was a great decision. I think it was a great wake-up call for girls and the reality of the industry. You have to be in it to win it. And uh, we definitely hope to have you on, whether live or calling in uh, again before the season's out. Uh, we certainly love your insight, and I know everyone listening and fans of the show do too. So we thank you so much for taking some time out. The finale's on Monday, don't forget. Oh, no, we have not forgotten. I know. That's why we'd love to have you here on Sunday. I'll add again on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) A pre-show, if you will. I'll bring the camera to the Chateau, Scott. We'll do our own one-on-one. It's cool. All right, guys. Thanks again. Thank you, Scott. Scott. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. Well, you heard it here. Scott setting the record straight on last night's episode, and hopefully we'll get something from him for the finale next week. We, we hear he's going to be live in L.A., so we'll have to make something happen. But uh, we thank him so much for calling in. And uh, let's do a quick commercial, and we'll get into some news and gossip and predictions. Woo! After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. Well, there was a special ladies, and I'm still coming down off of our conversation with Scott because he's just so awesome. How much do you guys love Scott? Oh, he's such a nice guy. I love Scott's him. He's, he's uh, And he gets such great information. It's so true. And yeah. he's, so, he's so down to earth, you know, and he really... Uh, seems like one of the good guys out there in the modeling industry, which yeah. is very it's hard rare. to come by. So yeah. love him. In any industry. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, really. In no, life. It really right. is the truth. And uh, so <laughs> let's get into some news, though. Uh, there was actually, and um, the finale, I can't believe the finale is next week, guys. No. But there was a no, I'm sad. What? Uh, no. Scouted to start in special. I, I don't know if you guys caught that on E, but some highlights of that I thought were very interesting. Some stars you might not expect to be scouted off the streets like Charlize Theron and Ashton Kutcher, Giselle, Kate Moss, all scouted off the streets. I think Charlize had a great story. She had I love her never story. acted. I hate it because it's not mine. Never done anything. <laughs> 
and she got approached by a scout while pleading to cash a check at a bank, and then she met with her agent, spilled a coke on them, and got signed on the spot with no resume, no, no experience, sense. nothing. So talk about a scouted. <laughs> the, the bank one. Like, she sorry. was actually really yelling and causing a huge scene. I watched her, you know, like each true Hollywood story or one of those, oh, and yeah. she, I've heard that before. That she was not just she was causing a scene, and this and, <laughs> uh, and uh, casting agent saw her and was like, "Oh my god, this girl's amazing." Yeah, yeah. good for her. She's got that kind of anger over a check. (laughs) You're hired. Ashton Kutcher competing in a modeling convention that, by the by, I competed in years later. Uh, I wish I was in his his year, but he actually lost to none other than Josh Jamel. And, you know, they both went on to have amazing careers. So some great conventions out there are worth it sometimes. And, uh, of course, uh, Salida Ebanks was scouted at a theme park to, and if you saw the picture of her, she was not even really looking that cute, I'm going to be honest, compared to what she looks like now. They saw the um, potential. And she actually was not even interested. She told them, you know, no thanks. She took their card. Her dad forced her to stick to school, and she finally, you know, gave in to Abercrombie & Fitch and now is Forbes-rated top-paid supermodel. So that's Salida's crazy story. And uh, let's see what else. There was Chrissy Teigen, who I actually wanted to call out. She was scouted by by a photographer, and then now she's like John Legend's girlfriend. She's in Sports Illustrated, and I actually saw them in Intermix, so I had to mention them. Um, And they were so lovey-dovey in New York, by the way. Uh, They were so lovey-dovey, and I thought she was gorgeous, and they seemed to have a great relationship, so I wanted to call her out. And uh, Audrina Patrick, no surprise, was scouted uh, in by a pool, an apartment right. building, laying by the pool. <laughs> yes, in the place where they shot the villas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, she's really yeah. hustling. Doing real good. And look how far she's come. <laughs> Gosh, she's so talented. She's so great. Ouch. Bongos never had a better representative to shoot their line. <laughs> you know, and you know what's funny is she was like, I reached all of my goals and dreams. And I'm like, oh, really? Have you? Goals and dreams. Well, I thought I heard good her for say you. That. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. That, you're, that's your goals and dreams. <laughs> Congrats. And one more that I want to throw out there is Jewel's story, which is amazing if you haven't heard it yet. She was homeless, almost died one time, living in her van, washing her hair in a public bathroom playing at a little coffee shop and finally got discovered by a local DJ where she then got signed. Her album still didn't sell and then later somehow built herself up, got on Conan O'Brien and went 12 times platinum, three Grammy nominations, nine albums. You know, I love that. That one gave me chills. That one actually really did give me chills saying I just love that because... I want to. I want to li- literally put on from my iPod a Jewel song when I mm-hmm. saw that. I'm like, yeah. oh, I just yeah. want to support. Oh, yeah. I love that. Her and Tim so Carrie both started off like in a van down by the river. Love that. <laughs> down by the- so when Scott Lips talks about really wanting it, you know, someone like Jewel, you know, not that you have to be homeless and washing your in a public bathroom, but these people, these stories, sometimes you hear like a Jewel is what he's talking about, where you have to live it, breathe it, want it. And have that undying desire, you know, to have it come from within. To you have successful. to. I mean, that's just, you have to. If it's, I mean, yeah. it's the hardest industry. This modeling and acting is right up there with the entire, the hardest industry in the world. It literally is like you have a better odds of winning the lottery. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. You got to want it. You have to want it. Yeah. I mean, you could even be a pretty face like Hallie and then 
and it looked gorgeous, but if you're just kind of eh about it and not wanting it, trust me, there's someone else with that same face and that's better looking. Well, it's like it's going to be pushing right behind you that wants it. Pursuing this to. is tor- it's like tor- pursuing this is torture unless is. you really want it. It's like voluntarily it getting all your teeth It's awful. Every trust day. me, it's terrible. Right. So unless you love it and really you, want it, you, you should always ever, get, ever do it. You have to always expect a no in this industry. Always to be in the modeling industry and the acting industry, and the, you know, and com- being a com- comedian and all that, you always get no. There's always a no out there. There's very rarely a yes. So when you get yes, you have to celebrate it and then push forward in the yes. That, mm-hmm. that one that yes you get is what you have to go to the next thing to hopefully get another yes. Right. Because even between that one yes where you have the momentum, you're going to get so many no's in between that next job. It's just inevitable. It's going to happen. It's a tough industry. It's awful. And it's really brutal. And it's unfortunately, I'm it's very critical. I'm about quitting right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've talked me out of it, Brittany. It's, it's terrifying. Why do you think I drink I'm so done. much of this? <laughs> <laughs> it gets me through it. It's well, my, it's my right. power juice. But really quick, <laughs> I do have, have a quote. You. I do have a quote that I need to say from the show that that cracked me up from Marissa, and she said, "I." I'm just happy. So I'm excited to pursue something that I've really, that I'm really passionate about that I've never thought about before. <laughs> um, is that not an oxymoron quote or they what? I don't know. Edited that out. I <laughs> laughed so hard. I rerounded it twice on my DVR. I go, wait, what? Hold up. I, I go, thought it was deep. I thought I was just maybe hung up, like drunk from the night before again. I thought, wait, did I hear that wrong? No, it was correct. I laughed so hard at that. It was great. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that because it, it made I me giggle. It. I love it. Well, ladies, you know, this show is coming to an end, the finale next week. Can't believe it. But uh, Paige Parks, you know, the power of television, if this is any testament, she said that she is seeing the success by the traffic she's getting on her website. She said before the Scouted premiere, she only got a couple thousand hits a week, and now it's spiked up to over, you know, 13,000 visitors a week. So, just going to show how many girls and aspiring models and scouted fans are out there. So definitely with the finale coming up, a lot of people interested in scouted, that's for sure. It's showing on, showing on, showing on, showing on, showing on, showing on, showing. We had some technical difficulties unless Jackie really just likes to say on showing. Jackie just lost it. For a moment, I thought she just kept going. I thought I thought, I thought she really liked on showing, really on showing, on <laughs> showing, on. I thought Jackie really likes to say that oh a lot. Oh my god, we find All her right. in the crazy Jack- house later. Oh wait, Hold I'm on. crying laughing. <laughs> hey, a little quick note while we're having some problems. Yo, I actually tested with Paige Parks down in Miami when I was 13. Really? Yes, I did. How did it go? Little fact. It was good. I was very young, obviously 13 years old, wasn't yeah. really. And so they're like, we're going to wait on it. And then I ended up going to New York after that. But that oh. was a little. A very little cool. That was an exclusive. Oh, no. uh, here, hold on. Here we go. Here's Jackie. On going. Jackie, are you there? On going. On going. On going. Jackie's back. Now you guys are starting to scare me. (laughs) (laughs) No, you scared us first. (laughs) I thought you just really liked to say on going over and over. I turned into a momentary robot, but I am back. (laughs) What a perfect phrase to on going. On going. I'm like, okay, we get it. We get it, Jackie. We didn't even realize until the fifth round. (laughs) I thought she just really wanted to keep it on going, on going, on going. We get it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well... Speaking of ongoing uh, and social media and the power of it, um, you know, there's, we've said this a lot, that there's 
a voice being given to models through social media, which has never really been the case before, and it's bigger than ever right now. Um, with the day of the supermodel over, Brittany, we're always talking about how we can bring it back. Well, social media may be the answer Woo! because with fans, sorry, go ahead, blogs, Facebook. <laughs> You know, now fans can follow a model, get to know her, know who she is. So aspiring models, current models, social media, very important. We've heard it before. Uh, Michael Flutie went on to comment on this. He said that that could tip the balance of who makes it big and who does it. He said, you have 10 beautiful girls, all diamonds in the rough, waiting to be the next Christy Turlington or Cindy Crawford. You have to narrow it down somehow, and maybe you're going to narrow it down to the four who can really communicate well digitally. I want to bring models back. Yeah, he also said that models should know how to use Google because there's no excuse, as you said, Brittany, for a model with thousands of cyber cyber followers to not know the name of a company CEO when she shows up to shoot its catalog. Very true. So do your research. If they don't know how to use be Google. Be smart. Be smart. It's a profession like Bing. anything else in. Be yeah. smart with it. You have to be educated in it. And I'm very excited. I really hope this does, social media does bring back the era of the supermodel because it has been dead for over 10 years. Actually, over than that now, I'm counting 10 years from, wow, I'm getting old. Uh, 20 years now, basically, almost, or 15. I mean, we need to bring back that strong, like, early 90s supermodel. I think that's just... I like it. I think that there's needs. I'm tired of seeing the people that just won an Oscar also modeling Louis Louboutins or Louis Vuitton luggage or Oscar de la Renta. No, no, no. You just got an Oscar. You're good. Right. You just filmed a major movie. You're fine. Yeah. Take a you, break for a minute. You got a lot going on, and you got plenty of money in your pocket. Well, like let's bring back the people. models, people. Yeah. If you're listening out there, let's bring back the era of the gorgeous model that knows how to work it on a camera. You don't need to see Kate Beckinsale selling something anymore. Like, let's just bring it back to the models. Sorry, totally that was, that was my pitch. Okay, love. Well, ladies, ladies, we're getting into the finale scott brought that to our attention and uh what are your predictions besides hopefully a surprise appearance from scott lips in the studio i mean that's all i'm predicting <laughs> i'm like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna work on that if i have to go stalk him outside the chateau vermont do not think i won't i know studio 54 i sweet 54 sweet 69 i'm familiar with the chateau i will be there we actually do have a, we actually do have a guest next week jackie we do. That's Jackie. right. We we are having the scout you've seen on the show. Erin Olsen will be joining us. Is that correct, Kendra? You are landing <laughs> all of these superstars for us. That's correct. We're excited to have her. She actually has watched us and loves us. So uh, we love her, <laughs> not because she loves us. We loved her first, um, and so we're excited. She'll turn, she'll be calling in next week, Tuesday night. Yay! Thanks, Erin. <laughs> Absolutely. So lots to look forward to next week. Of course, we have a blonde perfectionist and a story of an aunt with multiple sclerosis who's going to probably tug on the heartstrings. So lots to look forward to for the finale, ladies. We're going to have a big show. I can feel I'm it. excited. Yay. <laughs> I am. But I'm sad to I see the show go. I know. I'm excited for the finale, but sad to see it go. Because yeah. I've really enjoyed this, yeah. the series. We'll have quick. to look out for season two. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We need more scouted. Tweet with us on Twitter, everyone. Until yes. next week, we'll have Erin Olsen, maybe even a surprise from Scott Lips, and we will be back for the finale. So be sure to tune in. We'll see you guys next week. 
And speaking of making show, uh, making sure the show is big, big, big. Uh, if you're listening to out there, yeah, we know you do. Spread the word. Tell your friends. That's how you make it even bigger. You know what I mean? Don't you want to be a trendsetter? That's how you become a trendsetter. You say, hey, I know this awesome podcast about Scouted with my cool friends Jackie Moran, Brittany Brower, Kendrick Cabasel, and Kristen Carney. And uh, you should listen to, to, to them, too. Otherwise, you're not cool. And if you're, you're not, not cool, cool, you're nothing. You're awful. And that's true fashion. And it will be ongoing. <laughs> yeah. you're, right. you're quite ongoing, sad if you don't listen. Ongoing. If you want to be ongoing, <laughs> then be cool, tell your friends, and we'll see you next week on Saturday. We love it. Love you guys. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz, buzz you later. Ongoing. Ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. Make it stop. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.